This is the Key to Authority Podcast, episode number 29. Welcome to the Key to Authority Podcast, where it is all about helping you unlock the secrets of becoming the go-to expert in your industry. And here is your host, Janish Pandya. Some of the best strategies to build authority are those that integrate online and offline world. One such strategy is that of getting mentioned in the media, be it the newspapers or the radio or the telly. It serves as a credibility booster and also grows your authority instantly. In today's episode, we talk about getting free publicity for your business with Sue Papadoulos. As a journalist by trade with a 22-year career in the media, Sue understands the media industry inside and out. Sue now empowers entrepreneurs with all the skills necessary to get their own free publicity in the media. Her students have appeared on most major TV programs such as Sunrise, The Project, Today Tonight, A Current Affair and many others. Her goal in life is to inspire others to step up and play a bigger game by using the power of the media. But before we get into what Sue has to share, I'd like to thank today's sponsor, GetResponse. GetResponse is probably the world's most easiest email marketing and autoresponder service. They have a drag and drop editor along with other cool features to make life easy for even the non-tech savvy people. So if you don't have an autoresponder service or if you're thinking of changing from your current one, then GetResponse is definitely worth a shot. Go to keytoauthority.com slash getresponse to get a free 30-day trial. Now, here is Sue Papadoulos. Hey, Sue. Welcome to the Key to Authority podcast. I've been trying to get hold of you, but times haven't worked out. And now it's finally time for us to have a quick chat about what you do in terms of publicity arena and things like that. And also, Fleur, Alan mentioned that you're the person to go to when it comes to getting free PR and things. So I was really excited to have you on the show. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. And I'm, I'm glad we finally managed to get a time and that we're having a chat. Absolutely. Uh, it works out when it has to kind of thing, I guess. Uh, so, so how did you get started in this side of things and why are you still continuing what you do? Sure. So my business is uh, publicity for profit and we help small to medium sized business owners get publicity in the media. So my background is as a journalist. I was a journalist for 10 years in Australia and also worked over in London for a couple of years. And when I came back from London, I got the best job you can get, which is news editor. So I became news editor of 6PR and 96FM radio stations in Perth. And when I got to be news editor, I really started to think about the impact of what I was doing and realizing just how negative being in the media was. I hadn't really thought about that too much until I became in charge of the newsroom. And there was a couple of things that happened that really kind of changed the course of my career. Um, one of them was a phone call I took from someone who um, wasn't happy with a story that we did and the story was, it was about a traffic accident and I covered that story talking about how there'd been this big traffic accident. The next story we did in the next bulletin, you know, half an hour later was that it had caused a, um, a lot of traffic, you know, a lot of traffic holdups. The next story we did was we found out it had been a fatal accident, so someone had died. The next story we did, police told us that it had been a child who'd been killed, so we did that story. And then the last story I did was police released the name of the child who'd been killed in that car accident. And I came out of the, of the studio having read the news on air and one of my staff said, um, 
there's a there's a woman on the line, and I think it's the mother of the kid who was killed in the car accident. And when she said that, I just you know my stomach dropped, and I just thought, oh my gosh, you know I'm going to take this phone call from this woman who's clearly going to be highly distressed and probably very angry with me. So I closed my door, went into the office, and took that call. And it really was one of the hardest phone calls I've ever had to had to have to take and you know as you can imagine she was absolutely distressed and distraught and um, really very angry with me for having talked about her child as just like another news story as if it didn't really matter and at that moment I really realized the impact of what I was doing and I found myself with no excuse. I, the only thing I could say to her was, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I did that. And that set me on a new course. At that point, I decided, <clears throat> excuse me, to, to do two things, change the news policy so we didn't release the name of people who'd been killed any longer because I realized it served no purpose and to hurt a lot of people. And I decided to leave the profession. So I left and worked in PR for a bit. Didn't really enjoy working in PR and public relations. It was kind of a, frothy and bubbly industry which didn't really suit suit me but I did it and I was good at it because I knew what a journalist wanted. Um, I then uh, left working for someone else and started my own business in PR and I also started another business which was a website helping women start a home business and with that business I got myself onto a current affair, big national current affairs program in Australia and did incredibly well. We got $40,000 worth of products selling a $19.95 a month membership fee and I suddenly realized how incredibly powerful it was that I, what I knew that I could help you know, as a business owner, that was amazing for me to have that experience. And I, so I thought, oh, I've been a journalist, I've worked in PR, and now I've been on the receiving end. And if other people could do this, like I'd done this, that would be amazing for their businesses. So I decided to, to set up this business. So we're quite different to a PR firm in that we don't represent people, but we help people do it themselves. So we show them how to get stories about themselves into the media so they can get new clients, so they can have a similar experience as to I did, um, you know, really turning my business on with just one show on TV. So that's, that's the, the story in a nutshell, having been a journalist, come full circle, now being a business owner and using those skills for good. Well, and I can't even imagine what you must have gone through when that incident happened because that's like a really life, life changing experience and it's something you can't even prepare for. And I guess that's changed your path in terms of what are you doing now with helping business owners, getting their name out, their business out with the PR through all your insights and stuff. So that's really great, Nasu, and that's really awesome. Like how you can helping helping business owners with that. Yeah, I feel like I've you know turned everything around now to be positive. So it's it's very I feel very blessed to be doing what I'm doing because I do feel like I'm making up for time spent as a journalist where I didn't even think about the impact of what I was doing. So now I've found a way to use that beast called the media for good rather than evil. So it's a good place to be. And you would have a lot of insights in terms of how the whole media world and the PR world works. So, Sue, what is the key to getting free publicity for your business? Well, the key thing to getting publicity is having a good story. That's the number one thing. So, understanding what your story is and, and look, everybody, every single business has some great stories in it that often the problem is that most people don't understand what their story is. So, as long as you understand what a journalist is looking for and understanding how a journalist wants to be dealt with, so you know, get into their mindset, think about from their perspective what they're looking for their for their audience, knowing how to contact them, what to say, 
what their expectations are. Um, that's really the key to it. Once you can start doing that, the the problem that most people come up uh, against when they're trying to get publicity is they attack it from the wrong perspective. They think that um, it's all about themselves and they want to talk about themselves to a journalist. When a journalist isn't interested in you personally, they're interested in what you can do for their audience. So if you can package what you do in terms of how it's going to positively affect an audience, then you have greater potential to get a good story. So I, I'll give you a quick example. Um, if, if we're thinking about you know, a headline for a press release, this kind of headline or, or opening line of a press release, I'd see lots of these kinds of things that would say something like, um, real estate agent Joe Bloggs is pleased to announce that he's moved to a new office in Morley. You know, and that would be the content of a press release. Now, that's not interesting to anyone apart from Joe Bloggs and his mates. And, and, and honestly, you know, we get hundreds of those kinds of press releases every week. But a real estate agent does have lots of potential to be in the media just by looking at how they help people. So they could have, rather than talking about opening an office, they could say something like, you know, the top five ways to add $50,000 to the sale price of your home this spring. That would be interesting to an audience, so that would get publicity. So you've got to kind of switch it around to think how you can help an audience. And that's probably the most important thing I can teach anyone anywhere, anytime about getting a story is to tackle it from that perspective. And in terms of quick crux of what exactly is involved in that story, so is there like a formula to it to make sure that it's chosen over the hundreds of other emails that the journalists are getting? Yeah, so you'd be putting together a press release, you'd be putting together a headline of a press release that really captures the essence of the story and how and how it helps people. You'd email that in, you'd follow it up with a phone call, you'd get a response as to if it is interesting to their audience, if it's not, you know, have the... Um, courage to ask why not and refine that that approach for next time and be constantly thinking about what is it in what is in it for the audience and for the journalist and if you can put yourself in those shoes then you'll go far maybe this might be a dumb question or you've been asked this question but how do you get to know who the journalist or whom to contact be it that newspaper or be it the tv is there like a contact uh, contact us section or do you have to build relationships so what's the goal with contacting them yeah, certainly not a dumb question. It's probably one of the, the most frequent questions I get. Um, the easiest way to go about it is to get familiar with wherever you want to be. So if you want to be in the West Australian newspaper or if you want to be on radio or if you want to be on Today Tonight or if you want to be in a, in a high-profile blog, get familiar with it. Okay, so so have a look at it, listen to it, watch it for a bit and see what kind of stories they do and take note of the names of the journalist. Um, so then it's simply a case once you, once you've got a name of a journalist, it's often as easy as ringing reception of that media organization and asking for their contact details. So journalists need stories and more often in 90% of cases, receptionists of media organizations are more than happy to give you their email address so you can send them a press release. It's not as difficult as you might think. People think it's all about having the right contacts. You you don't need contacts. As long as you've got a good story, you'll have journalists coming to you. Okay. Like I didn't know it was that easy. And again, as you mentioned, I would have, I thought it was like, well, no one's going to talk to me and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the, the bottom line is journalists need stories. So as long as you're giving them something of value, they're more than happy to hear from you. So now the next part, I guess, is you've contacted them and you're talking to them. So what goes in that press release? Like, how do you go about writing it? You mentioned that go from a story angle. And so do you continue different stories on different kind of 
newspapers, radios. Yeah, so it's all the same. It's the same press release that you submit to any type of media. It doesn't matter if you're going after TV or radio or newspapers or magazines or blogs or whatever it is. It's always the same format. So the, the format is it has a headline and the headline is short and sharp and to the point and it's not meant to be the headline of the story that ends up in the newspaper or wherever you're going to. It's just meant to smack the journalist in the face with what the story is about. So don't try and be creative, don't try and be quirky or different, just tell them what the story is about in a very short, succinct way. Um, the two things are the most important things of a press release are the headline and the opening line. So if a journalist is interested in your headline, then they'll read the first line of your press release and then they'll skim read the rest. So you've got to really encapsulate the story in those first two things um, and then give some good quality information for their audience. So we often tell people to put in stop points, you know, key things that um, what's the key content? So if you said, so if we use that example of the, of the real estate agent, how to add $50,000 to the sale price of your home this spring, um, you would, the dot points would be, you know, maybe five dot points on how to do that. You know, what are five things that you would do as a homeowner to actually achieve that? So the basics are the good headline, the opening line, some quotes from you as the expert in your field and some dot points that speak to whatever the topic is and give the audience some good quality information. Uh, make sure you put your contact details down the bottom and and put all of them, so your landline, your mobile number, your email address, your website, and then make sure that you are easily contactable. So once you've sent a press release out, be aware that they may want to call you straight away. So it's helpful if you have your phone on and that you can take a call immediately um, because if you don't and it goes to message bank, they may get frustrated by that and then go and talk to someone else and then you've lost the story. So always be contactable as soon as you've sent the press release out. Oh, cool. And in terms of, yeah, I didn't know about the headline that it's meant for the person and not for the article itself. So what happens? So you have submitted the press release and let's say you get a call. So do they go with you in terms of editing the article? Yeah. So the, the press release isn't actually meant to be the story that ends up in the newspaper either. It's meant to be, um, just really presenting your idea in a way that's easy for them to imagine becoming a story. So they may well copy and paste bits and pieces of it into their story, which is great. And you often see that a lot with local suburban newspapers that they do just copy and paste big chunks of people's press releases, um, but many other journalists will go and then use your press release as a basis to write their own story. So again, it's not meant to be the be-all and end-all, it's just meant to demonstrate that you have a story. What they'll do usually is ask to interview you, so that may just be over the phone or it could be face-to-face, and then what they're trying to do there is get you to verbalise what is in your press release and maybe add some more information to it. So that, And the reason they want to do that is they don't want to end up with exactly the same story as other journalists who've received the same press release, so they want to do their own kind of version of it. So once they've done the interview, then they'll do that. Huh, okay, like I had no idea in terms of, again, the, same, the, the whole process because I was of the assumption that the press release is what goes in the article and that's just blown my mind away at the moment. 
Yeah, it's it's um, there's a lot of mystery surrounding the process. I think, you know, journalists aren't willing to really divulge how they go about getting stories, and certainly PR people won't tell you. Um, so yeah, the, the, most people don't understand what the process is, and so it's it's very hit and miss for a lot of people, which is why, you know, our courses work so well and people get such great results because they finally, you know, they can see exactly what the process is and understand how how they fit into that. So so. In terms of press releases and the whole newspapers and the TVs and things, we're talking about the offline world and now there's the online side of things like the podcasts and the blogs and stuff. So how do you tie all this together so that you get a really good name for your business and you get really good PR for yourself? Sure. So, um, the great thing is, like, I, in terms of, you know, what I think works incredibly well to market your business is to get yourself into, um, offline media. So get yourself onto TV or onto radio. <clears throat> Something like 90% of Australians listen to radio every single day. Um, you know, get yourself into a newspaper and, and also get yourself, um, on, to their website. So, for example, um, the West Australian newspaper has a website, thewest.com.au. So what we're trying to do is make sure that the story doesn't only appear in the West, but can it also appear on their website? And if it does appear in the West, can you get what we call the call to action into the story? So that's usually one line that says, you know, for more information or if there's a event happening about that you're running or whatever, so you get that little snippet, that one line that says um, to attend the next event event, go to www.whatever and also get that onto their website with a link back to your website. So if you can drive that traffic directly back to your website, that's incredibly powerful. And also be aware that media organisations are very are very active on social media. So one story that ends up on TV can be posted on that TV station's Facebook page, for example, with links back to your website. And that's incredibly powerful because that generates a whole lot of other interest and hype from people who may not even have seen it on TV, but they're able to watch it through social media channels. So using, um, so using the media to drive people back to your website, getting links from the media to your website, incredibly powerful, particularly for search engine optimization. You can get your website ranked much higher, very quickly with some quality links from the media because Google ranks links very highly from the media to your website. And in terms of bloggers, um, certainly that's becoming a really big area and lots of potential there. So um, working with bloggers is slightly different to working with traditional journalists in that bloggers really are, they're not journalists, so they're, it's more about kind of creating a buzz about your product or service, not necessarily news, but it's more more of a buzz. And if you can be working with bloggers, um, you can also drive enormous social media interest because not only will you appear on their blog, but bloggers always then post about it on Facebook, share it, tweet about it, have photos on Instagram, all that kind of stuff as well, and driving links then back to your website. So I think it's really important and powerful for people to have some kind of online presence that helps them convert um, leads into customers. So that's a really important factor. And I guess that ties the whole both worlds together and getting that SEO rankings up is quite important. So, so 
the next question that comes to mind is what kind of different press releases are there and when do you submit one? Like, is it just when you launch a product or just a business or can you do this consistently and get into the media spotlight consistently? We encourage our students to decide to come up with a six-month campaign plan and with that have a different idea every month. So it's a good rule of thumb to be sending out one press release per month with a different idea each month and that's totally fine to send that to the same journalists each month. You could vary it if you want to and send different uh, press releases to different journalists, but you can still send the same journalist one press release per month. That's just a good rule of thumb, so you're not becoming too much of a pest, but you are giving them good quality content. And journalists really do respond to consistency and persistence. So the more you send them good ideas, the more likely they are to start responding and then start welcoming your press releases. So, I mean, I've had journalists say to me, Look, we, run, we love to run your stuff because you always send us a good idea every month and we want to reward you. So you'll get much better results and get a lot of momentum happening if you definitely do it more than once. And if you decide to come up with a six-month plan, that's a really good, that's kind of like the minimum amount I would suggest. You know, don't do it any less than for six months. You can do it for longer than that, but commit to doing it every month for six months. Okay, and that's a really good idea in terms of continuing on with that consistency. And I loved how you mentioned the persistency. I guess this interview kind of happened because of the consistency and persistency <laughs> we both had. So Indeed, it works. Yep. It, it works out well. Uh, I can't even believe like we're almost at the end of the interview, but I would like to go more into details. Maybe I could come down to one of your courses or we can go another interview in depth down the track. But so what is an action that our listener can take from listening to this today in terms of getting that free publicity? Sure. Well, I guess there's a couple of things that they can do. I'd say the first thing is to start noticing the media. So a lot of people say to me, oh, I never watch the news or I never read the newspaper. You know, buy the newspaper for a week and just start noticing what kind of stories they do, what lift outs they have on what days, who's writing the stories and see where you fit. So start becoming familiar with wherever you want to be and start taking note, notice of which journalists are writing what kind of stories start making a database of journalists that you've noticed do write kinds of stories that you might be able to appear in um, and then make a plan to contact them. And then in terms of thinking of a story idea, you know, what am I going to actually send them? A good thing to do, a really good thing to do actually to come up with some story ideas is to, um, there's a couple, look, there's 15 ways we've identified to come up with a story idea. So there's lots of different ways, but I'll give you the main way and it's the quickest and the easiest. And that's to think of all the problems that you solve for your clients. So if you can make a list of every single problem that you solve for your clients, often the problems that we solve are um, quite possibly topics for press releases and topics for stories in the media. So, you know, if you're a business coach, for example, it's not just saying, look, I help businesses grow. You know, how do you do that? I help businesses increase their profits. I help show businesses how to lead better, you know, and then each one of those can be an individual topic for a press release. So think about the list of the problems that you solve and start noticing in the media who's doing your kind of stories. And that's a really good snippet and how to come about because it was one of the questions I had in my mind, but I thought 
you, you might have mentioned it in the action. So perfect. So, so how do people get in touch with you and find out about more about what you do and how you do all this stuff? Yeah, sure. Thank you. So, um, there's a couple of ways I'd say probably the easiest thing is just to go to our website, which is publicity for profit, F-O-R, for profit.com.au. Um, on there we have a report, which is the five biggest secrets to getting free publicity in the media, which is free to download. Um, and we've also got there our seminars page. So if you click on that seminars page, you'll see when all the dates are coming up for seminars in Perth. We run them relatively frequently. So, and if you're listening to this from other cities, we also run seminars in Brisbane, Sydney and Melbourne. Um, so check that out there. It's a half a day seminar. It's $97. It's the keys to getting publicity in the media. And we get into much more detail than we've had a chance to on this call. But certainly you'll walk away with some great ideas of what are your stories for the media, specific ideas for your business, um, and the process mapped out in a whole lot more detail. Uh, thanks for that. And again, I'll pop those links down for the website and the seminar details as well. Uh, really appreciate you coming on the show. Thanks a lot, Sue. Thanks, Janesh. Thanks for having me. I learned a lot from this interview with Sue, and I'm really going to get to work on putting together a press release for this podcast and building this community of ours furthermore. Today's action for you is to start noticing the media and what kind of stories are out there and which journalists write what stories. Then, come up with a story idea for your press release. Think of what problems you solve for your clients to get some ideas flowing. To get all the details and links talked about in today's show, go to keytoauthority.com slash EP029 for the show notes. Thank you for joining us today and I look forward to seeing you mentioned in the media somewhere. Thank you so much for listening to the Key to Authority podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share at www.keytoauthority.com. We'll see you next time.